welcome you all to the fifth episode of the Collaborative Minds on a Sunday. It's a Sunday special episode with our two very special guests and two very special friends. Uh, let me introduce you all to Abhinav and Madhu, who both are IT professionals working in multinational companies in Melbourne. They have recently started a podcast channel called Inspiring Ideas, where they interview industry and technology global thought leaders from around the world so that it can help the community to know the life stories of industry leaders and learn their success formula, boost network by making great connections with big influencers, achieve career 10 times growth in your career, identify new career trends and opportunities. Today, we they're joining us to be talking about what their journey has been like and to discuss more about the growth mindset that's going to help us move forward and create our thoughts and our ideas into reality. I welcome you both, Madhu and Abhinav. Thank you so much for joining us on the Collaborative Minds today. Thank you very much, Vandana, and congratulations on getting 1,000 subscribers. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Abhinav. Thank you, Vandana. It's a pleasure. Wonderful. All right. So let's get started. I see our viewers are there are already comments coming in. Everybody's selling, saying hello uh, to everyone. So thank you again. Thank you again for joining and keep, keep commenting, keep sending your questions and we'll try to cover most of your questions, but really look forward to listening to your feedback. All right. So let's get started with our very first question for uh, Abhinav and Madhu. So I'm aware that both of you have worked in the field of IT, right? You're still serving uh, the IT industry. Now, how is it different? Uh, on how is it different from working on your podcast idea, the inspiring ideas? How are the two environments different? I can go first. So it's no different. In fact, uh, whatever we do, uh, both Abhi and I are extremely passionate in terms of whatever we do, right? So uh, luckily, we were able to work together at some point in time uh, during our career uh, where uh, I felt there is a greater and richer information that actually comes in from Abhi. And we challenge ourselves uh, pretty often, right? So we bounce ideas, we go to the whiteboard, we draw it and see if it really works and then have constructive feedback amongst us. So uh, why not translate that into a podcast where you know, we're all working from home, and uh, you know, for most of the period in this year, so I thought it's we are definitely missing our coffee catch-ups or lunch catch-ups. So why not? Why don't we use this as a channel to challenge ourselves to start something extremely new, moving out of our comfort comfort zone, and then uh, let's invite people and leaders from industry experts and also uh, coming from the startup world, and then learn as much as we can. And then from our perspective, we, uh, you know, we don't have anything to lose, right, Abhi? So how about you? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, to the question that I, I still remember many, many years back when I and Madhu started working together. So we were in the same project, okay? And I met Madhu for the first time. And then, you know, we were, you know, we were working a project and we had a lot of questions. So there was one guy was asking me a lot of questions during that session. And it actually was annoying me a bit. But uh, <laughs> I think that's what I think good thing about both of us is that we love taking, you know, ownership or whatever we do. Okay. Uh, we try to see how we can add value for the customer. So you have to ask questions, you have to think out outside the box. And that's what was interesting. And that's how we became friends. 
And uh, as Madhu said, uh, I remember there were so many times we would get into a room and start doing brainstorming and trying to work out different solutions and what's the best thing to do. And that's where our friendship started. And then, of course, during the lunch break, we will talk also a lot of other topics. And that's how we slowly started becoming friends. And uh, it was fantastic. And thanks, Madhu, when he came up with this idea about four or five months back that let's do a podcast. And I'm like, really? But, you know, in a, in a way, I'm happy that we took this step and we started our podcast. And uh, uh, it's going on good now. And we recently completed 100 days uh, of inspiring wow. ideas. Well, that's wonderful. Congratulations to inspiring ideas. 100 days. That's a big feat. And thank you so much for sharing how your friendship uh, started and how your interaction started. You know, as they say that your vibe attracts your tribe. You know, so Absolutely. definitely you both of you are exuberating that passion and uh, not just towards your profession, but also sharing that forward with everyone. So glad. I'm really glad that you guys connected and we got this episode here today. So <laughs> thank you so much. All right. So 100 days. Wow. That sounds like uh, you know, quite an interesting journey. Why not show a glimpse of how those days have been for our viewers? That'll be All awesome. Right. Wonderful. That'll be great. This is for you. All of our viewers, I look forward, look forward to the inspiring ideas, 100 days journey. Here it comes. I love it. I love it. Universal. I'm very inspired. Natural. Very, very exciting experience. Inspiring ideas. Inspiring ideas. Inspiring ideas. Inspiring ideas. That was amazing. <laughs> I'm definitely inspired. Now, um, with that wonderful inspiration, why don't you guys share with us uh, what's the key mindset required to start on an initiative like such? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, mindset is very important. Um, and I'm glad that we are discussing today. So today we're not discussing about podcasting. Today we're not talking about tools and techniques that we use. And I think the mindset and uh, when we started this initiative, okay, and we had our own vulnerabilities as well. And we were like, we need to be very clear that what mindset we need to have uh, when we are going through this process and this journey, okay. And uh, we were looking at, and there are a lot of different uh, mindset frameworks out there. There's one which is very interesting one uh, from Carol Dweck, and that's called the growth mindset, okay. And we looked at it and we loved it. And I said, hey, this is fantastic. This is a great mindset and this is what we need to adopt, not only just for us, but also all the people who will start working for inspiring ideas. So uh, the growth mindset has got five different elements to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, if you're interested, we can go through it and share what these elements are and how do we use those elements uh, for running inspiring ideas. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure our viewers and I see a lot of questions already coming in. Um, just one 
one thing I wanted to address our viewers. They're asking for your channel link and podcast link. And uh, definitely we would be sharing that. Once we are done with the broadcast, we would be sharing all the details. And you can reach out to Madhu and Abhinav and uh, you know, subscribe for inspiring ideas and learn more. I see all questions are coming through as well. So we would be taking up on those questions going forward. But right now we have, um, you know, let's continue more. I'm sure all of our viewers will benefit so much uh, on our discussion of the growth mindset. So please, please elaborate more on that. Absolutely. So as I said, there are five, five elements about inspiring ideas. So the first one, which is very, very important, is the very simple one, but very important one, which is called the purpose. You mm -hmm. need to be very, very clear that what the purpose is. And when we started inspiring ideas, now, if you look at podcasts, there are about one million podcasts and, you know, uh, and there are so many different themes uh, based on which these pod uh, podcasts are set up. So we wanted to very clear what we wanted to achieve. So that's the first thing me and Madhu worked on, that what we want to get out of inspiring ideas as a platform and also from a podcast perspective. Mm -hmm. And this is not only important for us, but it's also important for our listeners and you know our audience. Because the thing is that we need to set the right expectation, okay? Because we are not trying to solve all the world problem, right? We're not trying to boil the ocean. So we wanted to be very, very clear what we want to achieve. And uh, one then I've got a very interesting story. And uh, I was actually discussing this with Madhu uh, when we were thinking about what the purpose is. So there's a favorite restaurant, uh, my favorite restaurant. It's an Indo-Chinese restaurant close to my home. And we've always been going there for, like, I think, for the last five, seven years here in Melbourne. And uh, they, they make some amazing Indo-Chinese food. And so we, you know, now we know their owners as well. So uh, I think a few months back when we visited them, we were like saying, okay, how's things going on and everything. And uh, they brought a new menu and we are looking at the menu and they have a lot of Indo-Chinese items which are always there. But then, then I see there are a lot of other cuisines also showing up in the menu. So I can see North Indian dishes and others. And I'm a bit surprised because I don't go there for having that kind of a meal, right? And I'm so I call the owner like, okay, what's this? What are you trying to do? And he's like, you know, Abhi, uh, yes, we are definitely have a speciality in Indo-Chinese uh, cuisine, but we are trying to, because a lot of customers come and ask for other kind of cuisines as well. So we're trying to include that in our menu as well. And I'm like, okay, uh, and do you have a particular chef to, you know, to look after mm -hmm. that kind of a need? Uh, they said, no, we got to share because our speciality is Indo-Chinese, but we're adding more and more just to, you know, please our customer. Now, one thing, my question to you is that what would you feel at this stage? Oh, yeah. I mean, no, that's diluting it. Um, you know, you want to go there. It has a specific niche. Uh, it has a speciality. So I'm sure all our viewers would agree as well that all of us, uh, you know, here back in India as well, even if when we go to the street food, go to eat the street food, we have that specific vendor whom we go to for a specific thing. Like you'll have Pani Puri at one place and Pau Bhaji at the other place. You exactly know where to go. And yeah, I mean, adding more to it is is kind of diluting it and uh, like moving you away from the purpose. Yeah. Unless your purpose is that, you know, that's your purpose. That's a different story altogether. And absolutely a bang on there. So what we decide is that we need to be very clear of what our purpose is and what we want to achieve out of inspiring ideas. So mm -hmm. that's what we decided the purpose of for inspiring ideas. Madhu, one, anything to add there? Yeah, I mean, nicely summarized, Abhi. I think one thing I would add here is the amount of information that we have got in this world right now is enormous, Right in YouTube and LinkedIn and wherever it is. So you can learn a lot, almost everything, right? 
So it's about understanding your element, what your strength is, and finding your purpose, and then going towards it. So when we started, and even now with, with the last four, four and a half months, I'd say we are still at a very, very beginning, and, and mm -hmm. it's a humble start. And it's, mm -hmm. and it's a lifelong journey, right? And it's yeah. going to continuously evolve. So you know the purpose is for you to learn, and you know that your purpose is to share those concepts back to the community so that they can get benefited either in their career or in their life. It doesn't matter. But Absolutely. try to be as useful as you can. And we have hit 40 this year, right? So we <laughs> are very clear that we wanted to do something for the community and we will continue to uh, do that. And that's what, our aim. 40? I thought you're like 25 or something. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, Madhu just lost his memory. Yeah. That's interesting because both of you, now you're two of you working on inspiring ideas, right? And I'm thinking that just for me alone, it gets so difficult to decide what the niche needs to be, where exactly do I want to focus on? So were there any conflicts in both of you deciding what the purpose of inspiring ideas needs to be? It was organic, uh, Vandana, to be honest. So we love technology and we have to embrace technology. This is a world where we got to embrace technology, right? So you know the purpose of how your productivity can be increased by the use of technology. And then you Wonderful. try to learn as much as you can so that all your uh, activities can be fast-tracked and then you concentrate on high-profile activities. And if you can pass it to the community, that's even more awesome. So, right? I mean, so that's the first thing. The second thing is obviously the startups. And mm -hmm. the more number of startups are getting emanated these days, so how can we not learn about startups? It's so important. And the very fact is you're not asking one person's feedback of what emerging technology is, what mm. AI is. You're asking a wide variety of people from different countries. We have touched close to eight or nine countries so far. Wow. And if you are able to get those perspectives from veterans, then you are able to consume that information then you can be well-rounded and you can feel confident about these technologies and then uh, move forward in life. Anything That's a added? wonderful point you added there, Madhu. Uh, like knowing about different perspectives, you know, otherwise most of us, we are in a bubble. What we think is what we, you know, what we assume is the reality. But as, as much as you reach out to other people and gather those perspectives, that just changes the way you look at world and changes your approach as well. Yeah. That's one. We started, to, we started to listen more. Mm. to people mm. that's an important skill for sure <laughs> wonderful so yeah so reaching out to startups uh getting clear on your purpose where are we moving on to next element two abhi so i think the next one which is very straightforward so once we decided what the purpose is then all the action that we do all the activities that we uh, do has to be aligned with the purpose and the goals and the values that we want to deliver. That is a very mm -hmm. straightforward. And I tell you, it is really, really useful. I'll give an example because let's say, for example, I and Madhu are writing script for our next interview, right? And you can frame lots of questions. You can frame very interesting questions. But then we put that lens of understanding that is it going to add value for our audience or not? Okay, because you can have a very interesting conversation, but that mm. may not add value for our audience. And mm. that's really useful because now our purpose is very clear. Now we sure. can put this lens on everything that we do. So let's say we are creating a new post or a new video. And even for our team for inspiring ideas, we'll just ask one question. Okay, is it addressing the core values that we want, uh, that we have? Or is it giving the benefit that we have decided that it should, you know, for our audience? And that's the second step. So... Mm. 
and it helps us in lot of time taking very very critical decisions okay uh, or as you know it's very difficult to come up with what what should we do or what we should not do but if you have a very clear defined purpose you just have to put that lens and try to get all the answers around it so that's been our second element that we follow for everything sure. that we do i love that second. because what you uh, i'll sorry for the interruption but i really love that i dig that what he just said what abhinav mentioned about giving value to your customers or giving value to your viewers that's most important it's not about how much of a you know stage presence i get to have it's about how much can he take away how many key take away our viewers have so it's all about giving as much value as you can possibly give over to you madhu <laughs> i think you've hit the nail right so we are not we are not heroes the heroes are people who are sharing their knowledge who have uh, put in a lot of hard work to create something novel and the heroes are people who are listening to this and getting inspired there are a number of people who have got jobs in their careers there are a number of people who have started their own startup and there are a number of people who got inspired and, and doing something very different and wanted to part of our journey as well so that's that's what our aim is uh, all about and we are trying to do that and uh, and just and important point about the critical decision which uh, abhi was mentioning earlier i just wanted to reemphasize that because every single time when either me or abhi comes up with a concept we run it past each other and make sure we use that six thinking hat principle to mm. challenge ourselves to see whether it is going to add value to the people and mm. if not then either it is abhi or madhu or whoever it is so we are going to shut that idea and then we are going to forcefully put ourselves from a customer's viewpoint and that makes a huge mm. difference in terms of what you do mm. oh, that's amazing yeah. so is it is it a process wherein just the two of you are involved or do you uh, involve others like do you share that across to someone else and get some more perspectives that's a very good question so uh, we have got a few volunteers working with us so we do mm -hmm. run it past them and also to our family members and friends as well so is it resonating to you is it does it sure. make sense what are you what are you reading out of it is it actually conveying us uh, the mm -hmm. thing that we really wanted to convey what actions would you take if you are seeing this yeah definitely that's wonderful yeah some critical analysis is definitely required absolutely wonderful absolutely so and i think uh, moving forward i think the most uh, important element and i think the most important skill that everyone needs to have is our third element of mindset that we follow mm -hmm. and it's curiosity okay i think we all need to have this element in our life we need to be curious and uh, when we've been talking to a lot of these experts and one thing that's been resonating of uh, all the discussion that we had with them is that they've said that you know every few years you need to reinvent your career you need to keep growing right you can't be just doing the same job whether you're an it professional or something else because the world is changing at a rapid pace so you need to make those changes in your life especially for your career okay now look at how you can make your changes to your career so you have to learn some new skills right okay what curiosity does is that if you have a element of curiosity in you that makes the journey much easier simpler mm -hmm. and faster so mm -hmm. then when you're trying to learn new skills if you are curious about it then you will try to go and experiment and see and you know you will try to bring in innovation out of box thinking and that's very 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 important i'll give you my personal example right so when we started inspiring ideas we realized very soon that we also need to create some video ads uh, for inspiring ideas and we were looking at each other who can do it and honestly both of the, both of us have never done this before right so that okay we said okay let's learn this thing so i started learning out creating you know video ads and other stuff 
Okay. Now, and slowly what we do is that once you put the, uh, put the ad out there, then, you know, you get feedback and everything. But the from a curiosity perspective is that what I do is that when I'm watching any YouTube video and I find something very interesting, my thought is not, you know, what the content is, but how they have gone about doing this. Okay, how did they use Zoom here? How are they able to merge so many profiles together? So then I try to think about it. And then I go back to my laptop and try to see if I can do it as well. Okay, sometimes I learn, and it's, you know, it's a trial and error, and that's very important. So what happens is because if you're curious, then you're observing all the time. And if you're observing all the time, then you're able to learn much, much faster. So I think mm. that's the most important skills uh, which is required uh, mm. if you want to grow in life. So that's the Absolutely. other mindset element that you need to follow. Absolutely. I love that. And our viewers, we've got comments that, you know, one should have a curious mind and willingness to learn. I agree. And uh, what you added, just to add on something to it, it's not just about the curiosity. It's also about what you get curious about. Mm. What are you, we, all of us need to be really mindful that what are we getting curious about and where we are putting, what thought are we giving energy on? Like, I love the example that you shared. When you're observing the video, it's, you know, it's not just about the content or the presentation. It's about how have they achieved? How have they arrived here? How are they merging those things? How have they added those effects? And, I have to, uh, you know, appreciate the kind of videos you guys are producing. It's it's really high quality, and I I see there's always some or the other innovation with every video that you produce. So great going, guys. I think I'm glad you say that uh, because it's very simple, right? When you think about curiosity, I'll tell you my perspective. Every single kid grows, <laughs> learns through curiosity, and once we grow to a certain age, like 10, 15, then we are conditioned by the society to think in certain perspective, which mm. shuts the curiosity, right? So the fact is, whoever is a child and whoever is continuously thinking, not being shut by the society, are the ones who are mm. going to innovate and become the next Apple, Googles and whatnot. So my, my sincere suggestion would be to just be curious all the time and think about uh, what value it can bring in. Forget about the, the dynamics of uh, what people think about if I'm stereotyping and you know moving against the stereotypes. Let's just shut, out, shut away all those negative uh, thoughts from people and shoo them away and be extremely curious and go with the flow. I'm sure you will find a great path which others can use. Definitely. Yeah. That's a wonderful kids are, share kids are asking so many questions all the time. I was looking at some interesting stat saying that kids on an average are asking 300 questions a day. <laughs> oh, yes, they absolutely do. And I, uh, you know, what you just mentioned, it's true. Um, and as, as we're talking about mindset, there's this growth mindset and the fixed mindset. And our natural way of being to evolve for towards evolution is growth mindset. What we do through the society and all that, you know, all the conditioning that happens is make it fixed and that's totally unnatural so yes we need to you know to our viewers uh, we need to bring on the curiosity we need to explore we need to know when to start and when to stop again being very uh, uh, mindful of what actions we're taking and what what are we giving energy to but keeping the curiosity in there and pursuing it that's yeah. another especially it will it will work a lot for your career because if you're curious then you will try to know what others are doing right because you may have taken a career path and down the line you will meet some new people and then you will have a lot of questions to ask them and maybe you will think this is something that you want to do right absolutely but, but if you're not curious then you will live in your own bubble i'm like there's nothing wrong with that but then you will not be able to explore the world outside of uh, from your lens so that's very very important as well 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, as you said, it's curiosity. You know, it was um, for me as well. It was continuously wanting to know what is it? How is it that I can do better, much better mm. than what I was doing now? How can I be, um, you know, how can use, how can I put all of my strengths to use? So yeah, that's, it, that's the next point. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. All right, move on to the next point. <laughs> so the, the next one is we call the feedback loop. And this is very, very interesting. And, and you will relate to it, Vandana. You're a content creator. So feedback loop is very simple that you would experiment in whatever you content you want to produce so that it adds value, it is engaging. Okay. And so you will come up with the content and then you will get internal feedback. So within the inspiring idea team, you know, people will give feedback to you about that particular content. Okay. So that whether it's aligned to your purpose or not, and then you publish the content and then you get the whole world giving a feedback to you, good, bad, ugly, whatever it is there. Okay. And that's really great because then you, if then you can go back and try to go about, you know, experimenting or improving on the feedback that you receive, but from a mm -hmm. mindset perspective, what is important is that when you get the feedback, okay, what's your mindset? Okay, and what's the culture that you are building? So in, in our team of inspiring ideas, the culture is that please provide feedback, okay? We have lots of discussions, okay, of thinking whether we should do X or Y, whatever we need to do. So that mindset is very, very, very important, okay? Mm -hmm. And you need to have, you know, open to new ideas, you know, you, you should be comfortable challenging other people right mm. okay and yeah. saying no i don't think we should do it in this way i remember uh, we were doing one editing uh, for a particular episode and i requested uh, madhu to change uh, the i'm like the uh, make some changes for at least 7 to 8 times because and my mother was open to it and like initially he was getting a bit irritated but he was open to it and then i think the end product was really good and useful for the audience and that's very very important so not only i think important for us to have to have that mindset, but it's also the culture that you bring in. So that's the other thing we are building in within our team where more of people are started working with us. We're trying to bring that culture where, you know, please ask questions. Do not just, you know, agree to everything that we say, you know, or else then we'll never be able to innovate, uh, innovate and improve. Hmm. Very well said. And as you said, you know, it's, it's something that you build like a culture where you are open to accept the feedback. Um, uh, and it's it needs to be an extrinsic versus an internal, like external and internal feedback too, because a lot of times, and I'm sure our uh, you know uh, viewers would also agree that we can be our biggest critiques, and we might be telling ourselves that I'm not doing good, I'm not, you know, it's not working out. But if you go out and ask for an external feedback, they are saying that it's actually going well, and we are receiving you know value from it. So there needs to be a balance between the internal and the external feedback. That's you know spot on. I think my example would be Vandana in this is um, the the fear of jobs. You know, I want I don't want to change. Don't give me feedback. I don't want to change. I'm I'm just doing what I'm doing. You know, we can't mm. be saying that right now. But if you look at historically the number of uh, revolutions that we have made, the first revolution starting with the mechanization of the steam and the water power, and it has it has evolved and it has created more jobs. And same mm. as with the second uh, revolution on the mass production and electricity. And then the evolution of IT, electronic systems. Now we are talking about cyber physical systems in the fourth revolution. But every single time it, the, it actually creates a job, it improves the life of us. And mm. we just have to find out what we wanted to do next. So grab that feedback, embrace technology, and then continuously change uh, and learn as much as you can so that you are staying relevant in this industry. 
Absolutely. You just touched base on the three key aspects of the show itself, the connection, collaboration, and, uh, you know, use of technology. Because I, I say connection because, uh, you know, you need to be able to build that rapport with each other, wherein you, uh, you are able to take that feedback in a healthy way and not, not looking at it like somebody's pinpointing and just trying to put me down and stuff like that. It's something that we are trying to build together and grow to, you know, grow together. So uh, that's really key that, uh, you know, you and leaders, like someone who's starting that, if they, you set the foundation, that's how the team builds up and follows this suit. So that's... Yeah. Wonderful. And Vandana, when you talk about technology and collaboration, it's very interesting that uh, we, we've been working this initiative for the last four or five months and I and Madhu have not met face to face because of the lockdown, right? And well, no. <laughs> no. Because we stay in two yes, different parts of the city and uh, you know, with all the travel restrictions that we had, uh, so we, we have not met and like we've been running this show, we've been actually talking to people in France, Germany, Silicon Valley and whatnot. And I think that's the power of technology that gives Absolutely. you that flexibility and option to go and, you know, uh, do something like inspiring ideas. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for yes, sharing sir. that. Yeah, I, I didn't imagine. I thought you guys are in Melbourne, so might have, uh, you know, you might be catching up over coffees and discussing the next episode or something. But wow. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was our fourth point, right, Abhinav? So yeah, now we the are fourth adding. one. Yes. And last but not the least, a very important one is about celebrating hard work, not results. Mm -hmm. And that's very, very critical because I think what happens is that we are always focused on results. So let's say you, you know, you put your content out, then you start seeing how many views you've got and all that. And I'm not saying that that is not important. But in terms of the effort that people are doing, and now it's just not me and Madhu working this initiative. We got, we're getting a lot of supports uh, from the volunteers who are working this initiative. We are getting mentoring from a lot of people who are trying to help it. And so what we do is that we are building a culture of celebrating things because that is very important. And you need to celebrate the hard work because even like, as you would know, Vandana, to create a two-minute short video, you know, may take hours and hours because you're trying to get the best out of it. So there's a lot of effort goes in. So we are always celebrating. And like, uh, and like, as you, uh, as you saw that we had this 100 day celebration video, again, people like why 100 day 100 is not a big milestone. Like, you know, you're not like you're not being yeah. there for a year or two. Why are you celebrating? Because we want to celebrate. We want to have fun. We want to enjoy it. And it helps us because if you look at that video, sometimes, you know, if you're not feeling good, you can look at that video and, you know, get inspired again and motivated again and start working again. So celebrating hard work is very, very important, not, not just the results. I agree. And I'm with you guys. You know, I'm always up for a celebration. Love that. And um, what you mentioned, because you planned the celebration, I mean, we looked at the video and all of your uh, guests, they were also were so excited to share and talk about it, right? So it's, it's not just you celebrating, it's it's you join, you know, getting them along with you to celebrate together, which increases the energy further. So celebration is key. I love that point. Yeah. And and this is also a way of thanking everyone. Like, like we got more than thousand subscribers now. We got about 80,000 views in the last four months in all social media mm -hmm. channels. So I think we just want to thank everyone as well at the same time that uh, Absolutely. you know thanks for following inspiring ideas. <laughs> So my spiel on this, um, uh, guys, is around the performance versus trust, right? So I love Simon Sinek's uh, thought process. So he says if there are two teams uh, who are talking in, in the same organization who are working and competing, 
and one team gradually improves they they've got wonderful mindset of continuously learning sharing caring and then finally they miss the mark by 5% of their revenue and then there is one team which goes and does not do anything but uh, luckily they they hit a nail by having one uh, great vendor come to them and then they were able to smash it but if you look at the process and the enjoyment the team which has actually worked really hard will will be the ones that will be naturally satisfied compared to the one that got a you know a quick win uh, at the last moment so uh, continuously if you think about the motivation aspect of it the way that you learn the way that you are going to apply it uh, to areas where you wanted to that will give you a lot of satisfaction rather than the end result so that's our journey inspiring ideas we wanted to really continue this uh, as long as we can during our weekends because it's only during the weekends that we work so it's important that we keep up the momentum continuously for uh, years and years so that we can gain a lot at the same time pass it hmm. absolutely what you just mentioned here um, the continuous celebration you know that's what holds the team together it's the journey and, and, and as they say that you learn more when you have fun while you're learning um, so it's all about uh, being playful being play playful bringing on that fun and celebration and uh, celebrating every milestone it's not just the end goal who knows what yeah. the end goal you know eventually where do you land but it's actually celebrating that every milestone and what you just mentioned that you work on weekends now i need i mean you must be really grateful to your families too because i'm sure they must be joining into the celebration here as well because uh sparing time especially on weekends all of us know how the weekdays go by so sparing time on weekends and working on the passion is is uh, um you know it it i won't say it takes away from the family but it's there's it's some uh, another component that they add on uh to the family values that's true absolutely <laughs> Wonderful. without without family we cannot do that i'm like their support is very very critical uh, uh just the only complaint that my wife has is that i talk more to madhu now you know, <laughs> compared to her so that's her only complaint all right madhu <laughs> no, not saying anything <laughs> all right i know if 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 something you know if there are interruptions into uh, towards the inspiring ideas podcast we know what the reason is <laughs> <laughs> so we know we better be in check all right thank you so much for sharing those uh, wonderful five key points i mean those that's a great framework so was that a conscious thought that is it that the backpacking that you realized that you were applying these five principles already or was it at some point in between inspiring ideas journey that you started applying this i think it's a journey as well when we started um, i would say that uh, we had a you know we were conscious that we need to come up with a vision and and slowly all of these uh, elements uh, intrinsically got formed and uh, and then luckily we were able to reference uh, this uh, growth mindset framework and then we were able to apply and then uh, you know make it so concrete in our mind that whatever we do it has to follow these aspects anything to add a bit no That's i think wonder i even when we were thinking about this particular uh, you know session we were also thinking that what could be useful for the audience you know mm -hmm. so i think now it's 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 in a way that you start thinking in that particular way because you've been following that framework for so long yes. okay so yes we it need to have a way of fun, but how we can help the audience as well who are yeah. listening to this particular uh, episode no that's wonderful and i'm seeing a lot of compliments and comments coming through uh that it's really useful what you guys are sharing and people are agreeing that you know it's it's uh, definitely they do agree that celebration is important 
enjoying the journey is truly important. So there's a lot that our viewers are taking in from this, uh, especially the growth mindset strategies that we can all apply to our everyday life. It could be for any task. It's not just for a big initiative. It's for any task that we take up or any event that we are planning, something that can be taken and the framework can be applied as is. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, now moving on to our next question. I saw that you had, you know, in, on your 100 days video, there were so many guests and they were all so happy and excited to be uh, featured on the podcast. And I'm sure they've shared like so many ideas with all of you. Now, have you implemented any of any of the ideas that were shared on the show? Yeah, absolutely. Abhi, you want to start? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there's so I'm like every time we uh, you know listen to the, our own podcast as well, we learn a lot and we try to um, see what we can adopt in our own life. So I'll give you a couple of examples. There is one uh, where we interviewed John Thompson and we asked him a question that people are looking to build a career into data science or in technology. You know, what should they do? And I think his advice was very simple. And he said, first thing is that before you start doing a full time four years course in that particular stream, just try doing a couple of online courses in that particular topic and mm. check out whether this thing is for you or not. And that's mm. really important, right? Because data science, yes, it's now it's very glamorous. But, you know, if you do not like mass, I'm like definitely not going to like, you know, building a career in this particular stream. So that mm. was really good. And mm. uh, it resonated with, uh, with me because one of the things that I think we all go through is that, you know, when you go to a gym, right? Okay. And they have, they, they have good, great marketing strategies. So they tell you that your monthly uh, subscription fee is, let's say, $200. And the yearly subscription fee is only $400. And you're like, wow, amazing. Like, I should sign up for the yearly membership. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened? A lot of people will just go to gym for a few days and then they never go back to gym. Right. So they actually wasted their money. And also what happens is because you paid your yearly membership and you don't end up going there for a few months. Then even if you think, okay, let me start go, uh, going to the gym again, then you feel, oh, no, you know, people are going to judge me again because I was never there. So mm -hmm. that's very important. So everything that we are doing, we try to see and experiment it and see whether it works for our, uh, us or not. So, you know, taking a full-time commitment about doing a certain thing. So that's something very interesting. The other one, which uh, is from Sean Flynn. So he's from Silicon Valley. And uh, what I learned from him is that you need to brave and you need to just do things. So he has a very inspiring stories and I will definitely request all the uh, listeners out here to go and check out that podcast. So he talks about that he ends up going to China, okay, at the start of his career. And he, and he didn't know anyone out there. And he started working there, you know, created a very, very successful company. Uh, and he was there for four years or five years there. And after that, you know, he comes back to Silicon Valley, okay, and he has to start all over again. So that's very inspiring. And I was like, what was the mindset? He said, no, I was always ready to take chances. I was ready to, I was always brave, you know, and mm -hmm. that has really helped me in my career. And I think that's another great lesson. You know, you need to be brave. You need to be comfortable doing experiments in your life, especially if you're young or it doesn't matter what age you are, and then you will definitely achieve success. So these are two stories that I can share that came out very strongly out of the a lot of uh, interesting episodes that we have uh, covered so far. No, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. It is, uh, we need to be courageous enough, brave enough to be able to reinvent ourselves. You know, also with what you guys did, you were you know, back then in India and then you restarted here in uh, Australia. And then when you settled there, you started this initiative and who knows what's coming next. So it's continuously tapping into your inner resourcefulness and knowing 
where you want to move next i mean all of us do have those answers inside us but how many of you are courageous enough to ask those questions and move forward in that direction so that's a wonderful takeaway awesome so i know we are um, you know we are 40 minutes in and there's so many questions coming in so uh, let's rather move on to taking questions from our viewers let me go back there was question right in you know early half of the session let me go all the way up i'm looking at the um so this is a question from harsh gupta i'm going to bring it on the screen are you guys able to see it all right yeah. so sir i'm i'm doing bba but every time someone asks me about my passion when i feel empty as i don't have any passion what are the ways to find my real passion and succeed just like you guys wow, wow. It's, a, <laughs> it's a good question right so it's about asking yourself you know uh, i'll tell you what i do it's it's purely uh my perspective i could be wrong i'm not a uh, psychologist i'm not a i'm not a person who can advise you in finding passion and i'm i'm not a new age guru i'm just a normal ordinary person so what i do is i get up early in the morning i normally get up at 4 o'clock i just think i have my own thinking time i have my green tea i think and then i find out uh whatever i uh think i should be doing for that particular week and then i start to write it down whether it is inspiring ideas whether it is office work or whether it is whatever so then i i look at that list and these are the things that i'm really passionate about and then you can start small you don't have to have an end game of building uh, something great like a taj mahal and that is my passion you're it's far fetched right so think about you know starting small and that will give you a uh, good wins on the board and then slowly and steadily you can expand it to rest of the other uh, bigger passions that you may have and then start achieving it so the the best is start small it could be anything small anything yeah. it could be like running for 5k's that that's that's <laughs> passion and, and just to add to it what we covered earlier is the critical element of curiosity because if you want to find a passion if you still not found your passion is because because maybe you know that curious so you need to start looking around you need to need to talk to a lot more people and you will definitely find something that will interest you that's a wonderful share and harsh uh, i would like to add on because i was just like you i would look at people around me and uh, you know even my husband is like really you know passionate musician uh, other than his work he had a really uh, passion towards his hobby and uh, i was passionate about sports cricket as well but i wanted to do something uh, towards my career and i couldn't find what i'm passionate about so what i realized i didn't want to what madhu and abhinav said here you have to know what is the next best step that you can take and doing what you can do now in the best possible way will move you towards that next step so if you are not taking care of the responsibilities that you have now like if you are not giving your 100% to now you are not going to be able to see the next step but do the best that you can do now take that next step that you are afraid to take because once you do that that's going to take you further on and through those small steps you will ultimately do will discover your passion so that's a great question and thank you thank you um, abhinav and madhu for answering that beautifully next one it's interesting is from jaya clinic here um i'm guessing your name is jaya thank you so much for this question in what way can ai help in identifying covid positive impact on community <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me uh, yeah. answer that <laughs> okay so yeah i mean uh, from my perspective there are number of ways with which it can help uh, the first one that comes to my mind is a contact tracing that's the number one thing again uh, when you look at uh, other countries as well every country is different uh, because the privacy laws are different 
and uh, the way that uh, the individual share information is also different so uh, the the more we acknowledge that we are going to collect data in a way that is more usable for a machine learning model to understand and then develop models to arrive at uh, certain patterns then it's much more richer so that's where you would see a uh, lot of countries like china and others uh, who are pioneering in this in this area of ai because they've got uh, great uh, laws and uh, at the same time they're able to um, advance but uh, there are also um, regulations which may uh, stipulate people from sharing that information which means you will be um, you will be not in a position to completely uh, come up with a solution which is more foolproof so it's a very high level answer and uh, anything yeah. else to add abhi yeah definitely so you cover the technology side i would like to cover the human element to it because you can have the best of the technologies but for that to work people should be able to embrace that technology and feel comfortable about it okay and and that's very important when you're building up you know solutions whether it's a ai solution or something else if you do not consider what's the impact of that particular solution is on the society or the individuals who wants to use it then it will never be successful so these are the two critical elements that you need to look into Beautiful. wonderfully answered and uh, as as i always say you know no matter humans are the ones who have invented technology but it is still for humans you know it's not for anyone else so it's it's something that should ultimately benefit us so it's not just the short term but the long term impact that we need to consider so thank you so much again for the hundreds of streams of questions okay we're going to take them one by one um <laughs> next one is by mona how important is it to reflect when we are working towards achieving our goals do you have any reflection strategies to share i think we shared one which is around the feedback loop that's very very important the other thing that we touched today about is always trying to align whatever you're doing with the purpose okay so that's also very critical so if we these are two things that you need to follow and that that's good enough and from my perspective uh, we have got a very big board where we track uh, our uh, list of activities aligning to mm -hmm. our goals and uh, to make it more visible uh, helps us understand that we are all orienting towards our goal and we are mm -hmm. achieving it the moment uh, we are moving our tickets to completed state means that we are feeling mm -hmm. elated and uh, visual representation of goals and seeing lot of completion makes us more uh, uh you know privileged and we we are very happy and then we create more such goals so that's how i look at it so madhu wow. is talking about all the things that we do it uh, in our office we also do it for inspiring ideas as well i know i was just thinking wow take this huh? board and scratching the kanban boards and what not we, we actually use all of that to be honest yeah very professional very professional well done thank you thank you for that answer um next one is by uh my father in law Vijay Shivasta, Madhu and Abhinav, in your podcasts, you often talk about reading while traveling. You suggest some books. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we can. You know, it, it really depends on what you want to learn. And uh, there are a number of uh, uh, e-books uh, that are coming up uh, these days. Uh, the re the recent one that I would suggest is Get High from uh, one of our guests uh, who have recently uh, published. Her name is Sangeeta Shankaran Smesh. i would strongly recommend that so that's uh, for high performance to coach yourself uh, to achieve high performance that's such something that i would suggest and uh, there are a lot of other ai uh, and uh, related books uh, that are there if you are so technical it's a different genre but if you are uh, trying to understand about the ethics and explainable ai there's one on uh, dennis rothman 
uh, on explainable AI. So that's something that I would suggest, Abhi. And just to add to it, like my all-time favorite book is The Power of Positive Thinking. It's a fantastic book. The good thing is that you can open any page and you start <laughs> reading and you know, resonate with you and you'll find the answers there. So that's there. And the other thing is that uh, I and Madhu also started writing a book. So I'm sure once it gets published, uh, you know, we'll let you know as well. Awesome. All right. That's wonderful. And congratulations on uh, getting started on your own book. That's amazing. I'm really looking forward to reading that. Um, wow. This is, we'll, we'll take two more questions. I think there are three, four more questions. Let's see. Um, can you suggest anything for the younger generation to tackle the problems in a mature way? <laughs> All right. So this is definitely coming from a millennial <laughs> generation Z. All right. Uh, so uh, problems. So it, it really depends on what problem you're trying to solve. So if you're uh, trying to understand and get into a world of technology, then uh, there are a number of ways with which you can do that. And one way of doing it is through podcasting uh, so that you can learn from others. And then you, you know, all those things get assimilated in your mind and you learn and then implement. And uh, the other way uh, is, is just uh, immerse yourself in the act action. So that will really help you understand whether that's really something for you or not. And then if not, you, you know, you take back and uh, go into a different direction. That will also be a wonderful. And maturity, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't define maturity. I mean, just be yourself. That's it. Yeah. Actually, we find that now the young generation are really, they're very, they're quite more mature than what we were when we were in 20s, to be honest. Hmm. I agree 100%. I always feel that. Um, they have so much of information at their ha in, the, in their hands all the time. They have so much of information. But what you just said, um, uh, Madhu, to add on to that, it's it's about gathering those different perspectives. There's this information available, but you don't know which ones to intake and which ones to let go of. That's so true. being very careful and mindful of what you're listening, whom you're listening to, and surrounding yourself with people who help you progress further is, uh, as they say, you know, I don't, I'm not sure who quoted this, but you know, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. So it's, it's really important to surround yourself with people who have similar aims and ambitions that you have. Just one point to add. So follow a lot of people who are much, much older than you. And uh, we are more than happy to mentor people. So uh, we, we will find the time to do it. And uh, please, please go and uh, follow those people who are much older than you and hang out with them. That will give you a lot of maturity as well. Absolutely. Wonderful. So one last question. Um, this is from Muskan. I'm very much curious to learn and explore new things. But sometimes when I face any failures, then I lose hope. So please tell how can I come out of this phase? Failure is a stepping stone to success. I've been rejected 29 times uh, in my in any of the job interviews that I've gone through. So, and I'm very proud about it. So every time I get rejected and I you know, introspect and see why, you know, there is a definite learning that I can take out of it and then start implementing and uh, those actions which are uh, supposed to be done. So I'm very proud of my failure. So don't lose heart. So definitely have hope that will take you far uh, to the next level. I'm, you know, success is definitely around the corner. Just to add to that, I don't think there's something, uh, something called as failure, like this is your experience, right? So, okay, maybe you had some expectations and you're not met it, but then you can try again, or you can try something else. 
love that and i agree there's there's nothing called failure it's just a you know when we give a word it's just some emotions that get attached to it but there's nothing called failure it's all a feedback you took a step you got a feedback okay now you take that in you know not not judge yourself for it you know accept it and then move on and uh, work on it and take the next step forward so muskan first of all i would like to let you know that you're really courageous on uh, coming forward and asking it which itself shows that you want to make changes and which you, you know you want to get better at what you whatever you're doing so good on you keep at keep at that attitude you know keep asking the not to people who can help you out with it and um, you know that that itself is the growth mindset that we're talking about um one last question because this is from my husband so how can i not i, I don't want to get into a fight right <laughs> you didn't ask my question okay so he wants to know what could be some good tips to tackle a career plateau hmm abhi i think you go for it Okay. <laughs> so my my perspective is uh, there is nothing called plateau right so it's about trying and understanding and continuously learning so for me i have to continuously learn i have to at least learn one hour a day otherwise uh, you know it's very difficult and same i'm learning a lot from my kids and i'm learning a lot from abhi i'm learning a lot from others who are coming on guests in the podcast i'm and i'm learning from everyone i see and that should be the uh, way of life and uh, keep doing it continuously and i'm sure uh, at one point in time uh, you can help others bit, you know everyone has got a birth everyone has got a death so let's let's just be absolutely useful to the society that's an awesome answer abhi would you like to add anything to it no i think that's that's fantastic there's nothing um, more to add to it <laughs> <laughs> even i i don't have anything to add to it but i loved i just absolutely loved the quality of questions we had and Uh, you know the way our viewers engaged and the curiosity to know more right in in while being in the session they embraced uh, the element of curiosity and you know learning and gaining feedback so thank you all thank you so much uh, for participating the way you did thank you madhu and thank you abina for uh, sharing your journey for sharing your strategies and for giving beautiful answers to all the questions that our viewers had we wish you all the best for we've completed 100 days but may you go on for you know as long as you wish to go on for and uh, we are right here celebrating and cheering with you <laughs>